our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM here on a Friday. Nick and Ken are off. They will be back live from Las Vegas out in Mandalay Bay. Ryan and I will also be out there as well. Can't wait for Super Bowl week out in Vegas. Uh, got a great show coming up for the rest of You Better You Bet. Kate Constable is going to join us at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Isaac Trotter is going to join us later on as well. Kicked off the show talking about the big trade yesterday between the Orioles and the Brewers and Milwaukee sending former Cy Young pitcher Corbin Burns to the O's. One year left in his deal. Orioles are going all in, but there is belief that they're going to try and sign him to a long-term deal. Before we get into uh, the NBA and the awards market and MVP, let's bring in our guy Jake Hassan because Jake has been a member of the Orioles fan club as well. He was on the O's last year. Jake could also see this coming. So, Jake, what were your thoughts when you saw uh, this move yesterday that Burns was going to Baltimore? I like so small story time. Like I was at dinner with one of my friends and my friend gets up to use the bathroom. So I like look at my phone, whatever. And I see the pass in notification and my friend comes back from the bathroom and I audibly say, oh my God, out loud in this restaurant. Like didn't scream it, but my friend was like, what? And I go, no, like not a sports fan. So I was like, nothing like you're not going to get it. It's going to go over your head. But then like I had to fire off tweets. I could not believe my eyes when I open any odds board and the Yankees are still priced at nine to one and the Orioles are 14 to 15 to one. Couldn't believe my eyes. Like it's absolutely outrageous. It's hilarious. The Orioles just won this division. They're 250 for the division. They just won 101 games. Yeah, they kind of limped out of the postseason, but you caught the Texas Rangers at the wrong time. Like there's no shame in that. There's literally nothing you can do about that. I love this Orioles team as it were before Burns. Now I fully am invested. I think this is completely mispriced for World Series prices right now, for AL East prices right now. I don't think they're done either like does anyone really think that ryan o'hearn is trotting out there on opening day does anyone really think that like they could easily i'm sorry ryan i love you but they could easily sign cody bellinger still they could easily sign jd martinez still there's a bunch of guys out there that they could sign today that will still add another one to two wins if not more to this team fangraph says jackson holiday opening the season on this on the major league roster that's insane he turned 20 two months ago like he's just that good i think this team is unbelievable i don't think they're done i still think that i think mike elias is dancing in his office like i saw a tweet last night that 
new ownership group came in and Elias opened a drawer and was like, all right, this is all the stuff I've been sitting on time to make some phone calls. And he did. And credit to him. He acted really fast. I figured the Orioles were going to do something this offseason like this. Didn't think it would take this long, but credit to them. I think this is an awesome team. I think that they are mispriced right now and I can't wait to bet them day to day. I can't wait to bet their futures. It's going to be an awesome team. It's going to be an awesome season for Baltimore. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Another bet I like a lot, fellas, is the Orioles' win total, 91.5. Like Jake just mentioned, they won 101 games last year. They didn't lose any key pieces. Like, they're not going to sneak up on anybody this year, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they were clearly the best team in the best division last year. Now their starting pitching's even better. Like, I just think 10 wins is way too much of a drop-off. Uh, so 91.5 over that win total. I also like a lot too. Gunnar Henderson, like if you want another futures bet, like him to win AL MVP at 18 to 1, I think it's a really good bet. Again, Judge and Soto are going to take up all the odds because they're Yankees and they're great players and they're great hitters. But uh, there's a lot to do with the Orioles, Ryan. Like whether you want to look at the team, you want to look at division, you want to look at the AL World Series, like Jake was talking, uh, win total. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can attack it. So I'm excited, man. I really, I'm really, really fired up. I said the same thing last year, like with the Yankees prices. I laughed at the Yankee prices last season, and, I, and I'm still going to this year. I, I like Baltimore a lot more, but who do you guys like in the East? Like who scares you the most? Is it Toronto? Because unfortunately, like while I didn't buy into the Yanks last year, I did buy into Toronto, uh, not Baltimore. Did not take the, uh, the, the great prices that we got with the O's last year. Who, who scares you guys the most, or who else would you look at in the East other than Baltimore? Yeah, Jake, go ahead. It's Tampa. It's always Tampa. I, I mean, just what they like the rotation. They're always good. Like Adam Savale or Aaron Savale. Sorry, like another season there. He's going to be awesome. He was already great in Cleveland for them. Yeah, they lost Glasnow, but does anyone really think that the Rays didn't do their research and the guys that they got back, Laduca and Pepio, that those guys aren't going to be all-stars at some point, if not winning awards at some point? This is what the Rays do. And as long as they don't trade Randy Rosarena or any of their top prospects, because they have prospects knocking on the door. I know the Wander Franco situation, he's obviously not going to play, but they still have a good team. Like, they still have a team that is going to be there. And like PJ said in the first segment, they roll out of bed they win 90 games. The Yankees don't scare me whatsoever. They never will. They have about two guys out of a five-man rotation right now because Carlos Rodon ain't making more than 20 starts. Hate to break it to everybody. That ain't happening. Marcus Stroman, great. Have fun with all of that. Toronto, yeah. I want to believe in them, but unless Vladdy suddenly turns into this version of him from three years ago, I just don't know how you can buy it. They still haven't replaced Matt Chapman. They could always re-sign him, but... I just don't really believe Toronto has control of this thing right now. It feels like they're yeah. just kind of crossing their fingers and hoping it works out. So it's always the Rays, just because they're so surgical with what they do. Which is crazy no, I, just I because agree. of everything that they lost, you know, like including Tyler Glass now. But I'm with you, like with Vlad, the power numbers went down, which was really weird. And then with Marcus Stroman, like with that pickup, I mean, you know, you're going to get like a good month and a half, two months. And then July comes around, August comes around. And if he is available, He's like a shell of what he was the first couple months of the season. Hate to say it, but it's the truth. So I'm with you. It, no, it, it's, it's the completely for me. fair. And Ken, yeah. Ken was asking me last summer, oh, should we jump on Marcus Stroman and El Cy Young? I was like, never in a million years. I go, give it three weeks and this ends. Three weeks later, Ken looks at me. He goes, yep, you were right. I go, I know, because that guy is fine for a month, and then he's exceptionally average. Yeah. 
another thing too, like when I watch Toronto play, like individually, they have a lot of talented players, but it just doesn't feel like the pieces fit. Like it just doesn't feel like they enjoy playing with each other. You know, Vladdy and Bo, they're homegrown guys, but obviously Springer came over in a trade and you got Chapman if they're able to re-sign him as well. And they had Brandon Belt last year. Gosman came over. It just doesn't feel like they really enjoy playing with each other. I'm surprised John Schneider came back for another year too. Like I think, you know, a team that good, like they should have a better manager. Um, but it's it's Tampa. I mean, they just it's rinse and repeat with them every single year. You know, they're going to be in the playoffs. It's just a matter of how many games they're going to win. Um, so I, I still think the Rays would be the team outside the Orioles that I would bet. Another thing too, why I think you got to jump on the Orioles right now, fellas. Their schedule to open the year. It's home against the Angels, and then it's home against Kansas City, and it's at Pittsburgh, and then at Boston. So very quickly like they could get out to a hot start maybe not the start that tampa did last year but they certainly could start the year nine and three eight and four something like that and get out to a nice start in the al east but uh it's going to be fun spring training only two weeks away as we uh kick that off in mid-february ryan let's talk some nba though get into uh the mvp market because obviously big news yesterday with joel Embiid injury and now he's not going to play the uh, enough games that he needs to to win the MVP. The odds have shifted like crazy. Jokic is now minus 145, SGA plus 275, Luka's at plus 600, Giannis at plus 800, and then Tatum's at 40 to 1, and Jalen Brunson is at 40 to 1. So when you look at the MVP market now without Embiid, what jumps out to you? All right, so yeah, I talked about this on uh, BetMGM tonight, and I've played some Luca futures at better prices. I think the worst number I got with Luca was eight to one. It makes sense, you know, that the price has obviously come down here. Uh, the case that I made for Luca was he leads his team in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. He's averaging nearly thirty-five points per game. Like if you look at what Luca's doing in season six, he's av- he's actually putting up better numbers than Michael Jordan was putting up in year six. And I'm not comparing Luca to Michael Jordan, nor will I ever compare anybody to MJ being from Chicago, but 35 points per game nearly, nine rebounds almost. He's averaging 8.6. He's averaging almost 10 assists per game. And like I said, he leads the team in steals. And dude, Kyrie's barely played this season. He's played 27 games only. He's your second leading scorer averaging 25 points per game. Other than that, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. It's Derek Jones Jr. It's Dante Exum. So... If the Mavs are able to finish a top five, I think that's probably what the requirement would be. Top six seed. I think they have to avoid the plan. Then I think Luka's a good look. But what are your thoughts? I wanted to get your thoughts on Jalen Brunson. So the Knicks right now are the third seed in the East. Major concerns for Philadelphia with the Embiid injury. Not only like Embiid's MVP futures, but what does this do You know, to the Sixers here who are actually having a nice season with Nick Nurse taking over for Doc Rivers, um, Tyrese Maxey has played like an all-star. Tobias Harris, this is his best season in years. And, you know, I like Nick Nurse um, a lot more than I like Doc Rivers, which is why I'm kind of staying away from Milwaukee. They don't play a whole lot of defense, even though they do have, obviously, you know, Giannis and Dame Lillard. They'll be tough in the playoffs. And then Boston is clearly the best team in the East. But if the Knicks finish a top three seed in the Eastern Conference with this Embiid injury, let's say there's some Jokic voter fatigue just because i mean i'm not playing Jokic right now at minus 145 he's clearly the best player in the league he could win the mvp every single season uh but 
Tom Thibodeau, in my opinion, is the point guard whisperer. And if the Knicks finish a top three, maybe a top two seed in the East, I went back and looked at Derrick Rose's numbers when he was 22. He was the youngest MVP in league history. He averaged 25 points per game, 7.7 assists, 4.1 rebounds. The Bulls that year did win 62 games. I don't know if the Knicks are going to be able to do that. Right now they're 32-17 and 17 this season, so probably not going to happen. But if they finish a top three seed, Brunson this year is averaging 27 points per game, 3.9 rebounds, 6.4 assists, and he's doing it pretty efficiently, averaging that all on uh, 48% field goal percentage. So what do you think about Jalen Brunson? Especially we know um, we love the New York market, big market, and he wasn't voted mm -hmm. an all-star starter. The last time an MVP wasn't named an all-star starter, I believe was 1998, Carl Malone. Uh, any chance you think Jalen Brunson get some love because I really like that price. And I like the way that the Knicks are trending right now in the East and they're the third seed. Like I said, I know I, I, I fear that with Brunson, it's kind of prisoner of the moment right now. And I think we're kind of buying at the absolute peak because the Knicks have won nine games in a row. They've won 15 to 17, right? Like, can they keep this going? Obviously the OG Ananobi trade has been terrific. Brunson's playing great. And now with Embiid out of the mix, I mean, Ryan, it's not a crazy take to say that the Knicks absolutely could get the number two seed in the East. They're only a half game back of Milwaukee. And the Bucks, like you said, seem more like of a team like a team that they just kind of want to get to the postseason, right? That's that's why you trade for Dame Lillard, is when it becomes more of a half court game. And that's when you use Giannis and Dame. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like with this Knicks team. I just don't know if they can keep winning at the pace that they're winning at, because I agree with you for Brunson to seriously get MVP consideration. Do you think they're going to have to get the number two seed at least in the East? And, you know, also the guys that he's chasing, you know, I mean, SGA and OKC is having a great year. Jokic is going to be tough to beat. You highlighted the numbers that Luca has been having with Dallas this year and Kyrie just doesn't play. So that'll probably continue. That's my only fear with Brunson, even though it's a really good price at 40 to one and it's the New York market. I just think placing a bet on him to win MVP is a little prisoner of the moment because they're the hottest team in the league. They're playing really good. And there's just not a better environment in the NBA, the Madison square garden when the Knicks are playing well, you know, it's just, it's awesome. Like yeah. you can just feel it watching it on TV. So, uh, I love Brunson. I, I still, it still blows my mind how good of an NBA player he is. Like, I liked him a lot at Villanova. He was national player of the year. He was really good. I mean, never did I ever think he'd be this good in the league. So it's a great story. And, you know, the Knicks are building something really good. We'll see what happens when they get to the playoffs. But as for the MVP, I understand why you would do it because of the price and because Embiid's no longer a factor. I just, with the guys that he's chasing, Ryan, I don't know if he's going to be able to leapfrog all of them. Tibbs, Tom Thibodeau, a really good regular season coach, really good with guards. And I think this is the best coaching that Brunson and Dante DiVincenzo have had since Jay Wright at Villanova. Like, look at what Dante DiVincenzo is doing. Now, granted, like he's in the starting lineup and the other night he was eight of 26 from the floor, just chucking up threes, four of 16 from three, but he's playing pretty good basketball. Um, so you got the Villanova backcourt balling out right now in New York. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Shea, I mean, SGA actually makes the most sense, especially if you think what Oklahoma City is doing is sustainable. You know, you have Minnesota, um, the surprise team, the other surprise team, but I don't think they have, I, I love Anthony Edwards, but you also have Rudy Gobert, you have Carl Anthony Towns, so I don't think he's going to get any love. 
SGA, I just missed out on the price. I don't want to bet it right now, you know, plus 250. But if that's sustainable, is if they finish the one seed in the West, uh, I think he's going to get some love. You know, he's he's the leading scorer. He's averaging over 30 per game. That makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, the only thing I would do right now in this market, Luka, although you kind of missed the number there, and then maybe take a shot with Jalen Brunson. Jason Tatum, I mean, Boston's the best team in the East, but they also have Porzingis, who's playing like an all-star, is an all-star, and then Jalen Brown was named an all-star reserve last night. Is Tatum finally going to get some love? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's crazy. I was doing the show on Monday with uh, Ken Barkley, and he had a lot invested in MV and uh, MB to win MVP. And as Man. soon as we got the news that he was going to miss the game against the Blazers, we stopped what we were doing, and Ken told everybody, "Get out of your MVP, your MVP uh, picks for MB because he's probably going to be out, and he's probably going to be ineligible to win it." He was right. Yeah. He's not even available anymore. And now it opens up the opportunity for some other guys. We'll continue talking MVP, go back to baseball, break down some of those markets, wrap up hour number one. You better, you bet, presented by BetMGM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.